as a course creator, as a coach, you have to be mindful of people's time and energy, not just their money. It's not about the financial investment. It's more about the time that people are putting into consuming your content. If you're taking too much of their time, mm-hmm. are you using it the, you know, in the best way? Is it the most wise use of, of time or is it fluff? Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, And let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. Not only am I excited about this episode because we're going to jam out on courses, but I always love when I get to interview like actual, like my real life friends on the podcast. So welcome, Maria, to the show today. You are one of my friends. You're one of my clients. You're one of my like favorite humans. And we're going to jam out on courses. So like, welcome to the show today. Thanks, Jill. I the feeling is mutual. I adore you. I love everything that you do and stand for. And so I'm super excited to be here today. Oh my gosh, thank you. So I'm going to tell you guys a true story about this podcast and how it actually came about. So Maria is actually in my mastermind sales and social shameless plug, you guys should be in it. It's amazing. And I talk a lot about courses. And she actually did not think that I was like a course fan. And she was like, I feel like you always like shit on courses. And I was like, No, I actually love courses. I actually don't just have one. So not only are we going to talk about courses, but I'm going to bring you on the podcast to tell my entire audience how much we love courses. So this is how this podcast actually came to fruition. So Maria, one, tell my audience who you are and what you do. So my name is Maria Kreider. I'm an instructional designer. My background is in creating courses for educational purposes. And so I'll give you my short intro, which is what I do on networking calls because people think it's funny. I yeah. say my name. My name is Maria Kreider. I'm a course creator and I help people create courses that don't suck. That's it's it. Perfect. It's like a mic drop moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And everybody, everybody always like leans in on the Wednesday calls. Also, shameless plug, if you guys are not on my free Wednesday networking calls, start joining them back up. Uh, we're on a little hiatus right now, but come back. They're amazing. But when Maria does her intro, people are always like, is that it? And it's like, yeah, because that's literally what she does. She helps you guys create courses that don't suck. Because I would assume, I don't know, there's probably a lot of courses out there that suck. There is a lot. And and what happens is people think that they have to show you everything. They have to give you everything that they know in order for the course to be amazing. And what you do is you overwhelm your audience. Yeah. And so if people aren't taking your courses, regardless of how great you think it is, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is really true. And I actually want to dive into like what makes a course good and what makes a course bad. So I am actually not a course consumer. I don't buy a lot of courses and I just don't buy a lot of courses personally because I know my attention span and it's not going to last long and I'm not going to do the work. Like I have to, I will spend 
a thousand times more money for a one-on-one coach to keep me accountable on a call than I would as a course. But that's just me personally. But recently I actually bought a course in like the health space. And I will tell you, there's so much like homework in it. And I don't know if that actually makes a course good or makes it bad, but like it makes it hard to like stay on it. And she's like, okay, go do this homework tonight and come back tomorrow. But like, it makes it a lot to do. Yeah. So homework isn't bad. We want to have time to implement and like have that built into the course, the time to implement the thing that you're doing. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. what's the point? What are you taking this course for? Yeah. The goal is to learn something, to acquire a skill or a knowledge that you didn't have before. So if you're not implementing it, there's no freaking point. Yeah. So I want to actually dive right into courses because I was someone who was like, I have all the excuses of why I don't need, I don't want a course. And I can't create a course. And Maria's going to help me create my first course. You guys stay tuned. It's going to come out. It's going to be epic. But I have been the person who has been like, I have all the excuses. So I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast right now, you have said some of these things. So we're going to myth bust some of these right now on the podcast today. I don't have enough content for a course. What do you say to that? Bullshit. So I, I, funny enough, I had this conversation with a client yesterday. She goes, I, I did this masterclass for another program. Can we use that video or does this make sense to be used for this lesson? That video that she taught that masterclass is in is that lesson. Mm-hmm. So we might need to re-record the audio because there's people chattering and there's commun- you know, conversation happening in the background. But that's the content right there. Mm-hmm. You've already talked about. It. Yeah. I know you and I, when you and I first got out one of our first calls, I, I was teaching a, um, a master class that day on how to create a sales plan. And I was like, this could probably be like its own like $99 course or $97 course. But here I am thinking it needs to be like 8,700 modules and all these things and all these things. But like, you can just start simple, right? Mm-hmm. Some of the better performing courses are short and punchy and to the point. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, one of the very first courses I ever bought and probably one of my favorite courses, it was by this coach. Her name is Demi. And it was actually how to create brand awareness with your audience. And I think it was like four modules. It was definitely under an hour and it was like potent and it was to the Mm -hmm. point. I think it was like $297 or maybe it was like 222 because she's like one of those angel people. But like it was awesome. Like it was so good. And I didn't have to take like a 90 hour course to learn just one thing. Yeah. You have to, as a course creator, as a coach, you have to be mindful of people's time and energy, not just their money. It's not about the financial investment. It's more about the time that people are putting into consuming your content. If you're taking too much of their time, Mm -hmm. are you using it, you know, in the best way? Is it the most wise use of of time or is it fluff? Like I'm very short and to the point. I don't do long drawn out. And so if you can't get me from point A to point B quickly, Mm -hmm. I don't want it. I don't care how cheap it is or how much it is. Yeah, I love that. So another thing that I always said was that it's going to take me forever to create a course. There's so much tech involved. Like, I don't want to do my hair. I don't want to make all these videos. It's going to be so much work to create a course. And that's why I didn't create a course for the longest time. What do you say to that? Bullshit. It's all bullshit. (laughs) It's like, I'm just going to call your bullshit on all of it. It is. So yes, you have to record video. Do you have to? Mm, Not really. There are courses out there that are strictly audio and people can listen to them while they're carpooling or driving, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Do an audio only if that's what you Mm want to do. 
that's totally fine. And then you can yeah. have links to all of the resources that people can do on their computer or their mobile device. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a big ass production team behind you with lighting and cameras and angles and like, don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people do because they see, you know, like maybe like the Amy Porterfields of the world or the Jenna Kutcher's or the Chris Harder's and they, you know, they have the means to do those things. So that is it. But, you know, I'll actually share a true story with you. I was actually part of Chris Harder's course and it's called Be Online. And you guys, we made that on Loom. So there was four coaches and Chris. We made it on Loom and our heads just in a little bubble, including Chris. So it was Mm -hmm. super, super, super simple. So even someone like of his magnitude, it was a super simple course creation process. Yeah, it is super simple. And a lot of these big names, they started recording on their iPhones in their kitchen because they have good lighting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. So the next question that I have for the person who wants to create a course is like, I'm going to create this course and I'm going to make millions of dollars right off the rip. Okay. What do you say to that? (laughs) Okay, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, No, not off the rip. So creating the course is one thing. And I'm I'm going to interrupt. I'm going to interrupt you for that because I feel like I just started talking about courses online. Okay. Like recently I've been like Googling courses and following courses. And I feel like this is what the course creators want you to believe. Mm-hmm. Like create a course and next month you're going to make a million dollars or create a course. And next month you're going to make $10,000 in passive income. And I don't believe that is the truth, but I want to hear it from you. What you think? It isn't true. A lot of these people are putting thousands of dollars into marketing. Yes. They're putting thousands of dollars into the ads And I have yet to have a client who pays for ads. We're doing it all organically. So it's organically generation, organic marketing, leaning heavily into your emails. It's leaning heavily into showing up into networking events and showing up into spaces. So there's a lot of work that goes into selling your course. You have to show up. You have to be present. You have to make those, you know, connections with people. Otherwise, spend the money on the ads. That's fine. That's, that's an alternative, but that's your prerogative. And that's not where most entrepreneurs are. And that's definitely not where they start. Yeah, I love that. I was actually just taking a screen recording on to share that on my story because it was so good because I think that that is something that happens so often. And, and you know, if you have a $97 course, you guys want to make $10,000 a month. I mean, I'm the sales coach, do the math. And that's a lot of, a lot of them that you have to sell. So who is course creation for? Is it for the new, the new, the new person? Is it for the more established? Because I mean, even me, I haven't created a course yet because I didn't even know if my audience supported it yet until I got a bigger audience. So like, who is course creation for? So I don't recommend it for people who are fresh starting. I, I like it better for people who have built a framework, who have developed a system, who have consistent results with the process that they put their clients through. Because we mm-hmm. can then turn that turn that into a course, yeah. Versus floundering a little bit, trying to do all this market research and trying to figure out something that you know you're maybe recreating from Google or another coach you're following in their steps. I rather you figure it out with your one-on-one clients, do it in small group, and then build a course. Yeah, I love that. So even like inside of the sales and social mastermind, you guys, I'm going to plug it again. We have Amanda Walker in there and she is our co-coach and we have an event coming up. I don't know if it'll be by the time this podcast airs or not, but she's coming into our round table and she's actually going to teach people their signature framework. And this is something that she is so like passionate about because what she always says is like a lot of people don't have a signature framework, but think about this. Once you have a signature framework, 
then you can put that signature framework into a course. But if you're just mm-hmm. kind of teaching everybody something different and it's like you teach one one-on-one client this and one one-on-one client this, and then you go in here, you don't have an actual framework. But once you have the framework dialed in, that's your methodology and your intellectual property. I'm assuming, again, I don't know. Then you can take it to someone like Maria who then can help you put it into a course format. Yeah. One thing that comes up a lot is people say, well, I don't, everything I do for my clients is very unique. It's all Mm -hmm. very different, specific to their business and where they're at. And I ask, Mm -hmm. is it really? Yeah. Is it really? Because probably not. You're probably going through the same steps. There might be at different levels in business. And so you might tweak it just a little bit, but they're all doing mindset. They're all doing the journaling. They're all, you know, creating their sales plan and having to have their numbers and like, have everything in line. You think it's specific to that person. Yeah. But if you take a step back and look at the big picture, they're all doing the same shit. Yeah. You guys, I was this person, okay? About six months ago, I had 21 one-on-one coaching clients and I've completely scaled that back right now. But I, I said, well, I can't create a course because what I'm teaching Matthew is different than what I'm teaching Jetta, is different than what I'm teaching Jackie, is what, different than what I'm teaching my real estate client, which is different than I'm teaching my person that's creating a brick and mortar. And I had to sit down and say, no, it's actually the same thing. What's the same about it is the, the framework is the same. What's different about it is the depth of the conversation. So maybe the mindset is different because we're going deeper on something because their business as it is a different standpoint or they're having different challenges if they're making six figures versus making $600 versus making multiple six figures, maybe making seven figures. But the framework is actually still the same. So I'm telling you what Maria is saying right now was me. I was like, oh, I absolutely can't create a framework because I coach just one-on-one people and everyone is different. Yes, everybody is different, but whether they were a realtor, a brick and mortar, a coach, a mindset coach, whatever it was, when I really sat back, I said, I'm really teaching them all the same thing. It's just the level of what it is. Then you start getting them into a course as like maybe step one and then moving into one-on-one coaching. And the other thing that was really like eye-opening for me was there was a lot of the same conversations that I was having with like my early level entrepreneurs. And I thought to myself, what if this could be taught in a course? And then these like littler conversations could be done in a course. And then the bigger, more expansive conversations I could be going because I don't really want to have another conversation about an Instagram bio. I'm sorry. I don't really want to have another conversation about, you know, who your ideal client is maybe. But if you could create that in a course and then once they go through that, then going to more of the bigger expansive conversations about business growth, that's kind of where it's at. Yeah. And so that that is where you want to be. When yeah. you start noticing these patterns, you're having these same conversations, you're saying the same thing over and over and over again, yeah. make that a course. And it doesn't yeah. have to be this 12 module, 12 week program. It could yeah. be a simple, you know, 40 bucks Here's two hours in you know in an hour to fix your Instagram and set like your early lead gen, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The bigger conversations do better with a group, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So for the person who's listening to this podcast right now and they're like, I've created a course and it's really not selling. What are some of the biggest like things that you see like in the course creation space of like maybe why the course isn't selling or even like things that they've done in their course that's like. Let's go back, sister, and work on this. Okay. So if it's not selling, are you selling it? 
Are you talking about Slide it? Slide into my DMs. <laughs> right? Are you, are you actually selling it or did you create it, put it on Thrivecart or some platform or whatever and hope and fucking pray to the gods that people come and check out? Yeah. Because if you're hoping and praying that people come and shop, they're not going to. You have it's kind of like a podcast. Like, oh, I have this podcast. I don't know why it's not downloading. Well, when's the last time you actually told people that you were a podcaster? When's yeah. the last time you actually said like, oh, I have this podcast. Have you listened to it? If you just have it in your link tree, people, people don't know that you have that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So making yeah. sure you're selling it. Number one, if you need help with selling, you know where I'm at. Number, number exactly. two. If it's a material issue, go through it with the eyes of a client or ask a client who has previously, previously gone through it. Hey, what happened? What did you like? What did you not like? Like what happened in there? And a lot of these platforms have the analytics so you can see what people are doing and where they drop off. Where they drop off is the issue. Whatever happened right before that is the problem. Mm -hmm. So go back to your analytics and check that out. If it's video quality, record the video. Mm -hmm. If it's the fact that you didn't teach it and you thought you did, but you rambled on, go back and re-record it. Mm -hmm. So like this course that I bought for an example, there was just a lesson, a great example of this was there was a lesson yesterday and it was all about doing laughter yoga. And I was like, I'm going to skip this module. So she can see that like I skipped that module. Yes. That's really interesting. I didn't know that. If you mark it complete, it shows as complete. But if you just skip to the next one and did not complete it, you yeah. know. Oh, so that's really interesting. So you guys, that's a really good data for you guys to kind of check out and see that. Okay. Anything else on that, on that question that they need to kind of really be looking at of why it's not selling? <sighs> it's usually content, content related. Something is wrong. There's, there's a, a piece missing or you added too much information and you've overwhelmed your audience. Yeah. Okay. So the way I like to tell my clients to do this is we want to get people from point A to point B. That's the transformation. Mm -hmm. That's the, the objective. Mm -hmm. If what you are putting into it doesn't get me to this point, we don't need it. If you have enough information to get me from point A to point B and then some, remove the and then some. We mm -hmm. don't need fluff. We don't need filler. It doesn't need to be there. Mm -hmm. What you it. end up doing when you give them too much information is you overwhelm them and they don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. So good. Okay. So now we're going to flip it to how does Maria create courses for people? Okay. So now we've gone 17 minutes into this podcast. People are like, okay, I think I need a, I think I need a course. I can see where I could sell it. I definitely have enough content. Maria is the course creator. How does Maria help me? Is she ever done for you service? Does she do it for you? Do I just give her all my shit? Like, how does this work? So there's two ways we can do it. We can do it together as in I do it for you and all you needed to do it. And all you need to do is record your audios and videos mm -hmm. or I do like do it together and I can show you how to build your, you know, your modules, build out the the presentations, how to record your videos, the presenting tips, all of that good stuff. So if you want to learn to do it for yourself so that you can recreate this process again, I can show you how to do it. If you want nothing to do with that and you mm -hmm. want me to do it for you, then understand that what I need from you is an hour to create your outline mm -hmm. together and then you need to record your videos. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to push you and prod you for you to record this material because yeah. you think that, oh yeah, it's easy. I have a client, um, a client who's like, yeah, I have no problem being on camera. And she's like, ah, I'm just so busy. There's so much stuff going on and I don't, the camera and my makeup and I have to do my hair and I'm like, just yeah. do it. Yeah. You guys, and that's not me that she's talking about, but that's also me that she's talking nah. about. 
<laughs> because that's that's literally me. But I will tell you another thing about Maria. I literally said to her, like, you guys, I can't, I have nothing to create a course on. And her and I were on one call and within one hour, she sent me a course outline and there was like, I don't know how many modules on that thing, but like it was an entire course that I easily could sell for a thousand dollars, maybe $1,500. So it was like, you guys, if you are wanting to create something in your business, you're wanting to bring more revenue in, you're wanting to get off of maybe one-on-one coaching calls, or you want to shift inside of the market. And of course, it's something that you guys have been thinking about. I would absolutely slide into Maria's DMs and start talking and having the conversation about this. I do have one more question for you. Go ahead, though. Go ahead. So that outline I sent you, we spent 30 minutes on the conversation. I spent an hour putting it together. It's a six module course if you just do the damn thing. I know. I just need to do it. Well, now that I'm in Arizona and I have like a background and my internet's up, I literally have committed to doing it. I promise you within 30 days, I will have it done. Okay. I've said it on here. I've literally said it to the to the entire world now. To the entire world that listens to the podcast, I will have it I'm, in 30 days. I'm going to hold you to it. Okay. Who is a course not for? Like, is there like, is, have you seen like one niche that doesn't do good? Because I'll tell you, I'll give you an example. I actually have, uh, I bought a course, this health course. And I was like shocked that like she is crushing it in the course space as someone who like does pots. And I was like, I can't believe how much like money this girl is making at, on a pots course. So it's like, can courses really be for any industry in any niche? I think so. I kind of think so too. I think so. Uh, I've worked with dog trainers, mm-hmm. bookkeepers, you know, accountants trying to get their clients set up the right way before they're ready to work with a bookkeeper, graphic designers, literally everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. Okay, Maria, where can people find you? They listen to this podcast. They're like, I'm on fire. I want to get the course going. How do they find you? I also know you have a podcast. So tell them all the things. So I'm on Instagram at it's Maria Kreider. And my podcast business renegades launches October 1st. So we're coming back for second season. Amazing. Amazing. You guys, we will put all of her information in the show notes, slide into her DMs. You guys, I always say this. There's nobody that I bring on the show that I don't like massively edify. I know a million course creators, but it's Maria that I wanted to bring on the show so that you guys could go over, get to know her, support her, and literally run with her to create your next course. So Maria, thank you so much for being here. And then this is the last question I ask everybody on the podcast. What makes you buy from somebody online? So relationship, really. I like to follow the person and kind of lurk in the shadows and like just kind of get to know them and build that relationship in my mind. <laughs> mind. You're like, and I feel then like reach out. even though they don't know it. Yes. Uh, as, yeah, absolutely. And then reach out. And then if I'm ready to buy, like I hop to it. Like I, I take quick action. Yeah. And you guys, I will tell you that is true because Maria and I, the first time Maria ever bought from me, her and I got on a call together and I thought we were just getting on a connection call and she made like a four figure investment with me. And I was like, I didn't even know that you were like in my world or connecting with me. And she was like, Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I was looking like I we're besties and like, I want to be in your world. And I was like, Oh, I'm here for this, all the things. So this is such a great example of guys of like knowing that, like, maybe you don't know who they are. Maybe they're not liking your post. Maybe they're not commenting on everything. Maybe they're not, you know, doing all the things, but like you have some raving fans in your audience. So I love that. Maria, thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to see you in real life in just a couple of weeks. And I'm such a big fan of you and everything that you do. And if you guys want a course, slide into Maria's DMs. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Of course. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts? 
or take a screenshot and share it on social media. And don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.